0: (laughs) um, Hey, everybody, it's Damara Gardner. I'm coming to you today with the Black Women About Business podcast, where we give you 15 minutes of bite-sized wisdom, all targeted towards the black female entrepreneur and leader. If you didn't know much about Black Women About Business, what we do is provide sacred spaces of support for black females and leaders to get the... Uh, necessary resources that they need to help their businesses thrive and help their lives thrive essentially. And we do that through business planning, through executive coaching, through training, as well as one to four day retreats. I'm going to be talking to you at the end of our interview today about our Michigan Business and Wellness Tour, as well as our conference retreat that's all coming in 2019, which you will not want to miss. But without further ado, I want to introduce Benita Tyler. She's going to be with us today talking about money and mindset. She's one of the premier individuals known in the Detroit area and beyond for educating us on how to mind our money business. So you are in for a treat today. Let me tell you a little bit about Bonita. While many may have been taught to mind their own business, Bonita Tyler makes it hers to mind the business of others, literally. Named as one of the top five people to watch by the Detroit Entrepreneurship Institute, which is a pretty big deal, Tyler coaches entrepreneurs worldwide in maintaining healthy cash flows and developing tax-saving strategies. In her debut book, The Five Finance Essentials for Enterprising Women, she encourages women to not only build a business, but an enterprise. I cannot wait to hear about that. And she shares the financial wisdom to do it. Bonita Tyler is much more than your average business advisor. With over a hundred published articles, thousands of tax returns, and more than 10,000 hours of counsel to entrepreneurs, it's clear that her mission is to not only build a database, but to help entrepreneurs build wealth by mastering the financial side of business. Benita, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, that is a heck of a bio. We are honored to have you here today. You are chocked full of wisdom, and I know that our listeners are going to learn a great deal even over the course of up to 15 minutes. So let's start with our first question, Benita. Why is minding your money so important in business in general, and more specifically for the black woman? Well, in general,
1: um, for one thing, if you are going to be in business, then, it, you know, it's something that you have to stay on top of, right? Mm-hmm. You have to stay on top of the money or, you know, why be in business in the first place? So you can you know, do anything uh, with your money, with your time, with your talent. But if you're going to put the put the effort into uh, building
0: a, a business or enterprise, then you might as well do it right. Yes. Yes. So true. I love the idea of doing it right. Um, and the nice thing is, is that we have people like you who have learned lots of lessons so that we don't have to learn it on our own. Um, and one of the things that we talked about was this, this connection between what we believe personally about money it translate into our behavior related to business and how we manage things. So um, what's your position on that? Well, definitely how you
1: do any. The one thing is how you do everything. That's yes. my take on it. So if you manage your personal finances, you know, sloppy, um, that's going to translate over into the business side of things. So I always say that, you know, once you learn how, you know, the basics, financial literacy, basics, savings, investments, uh, managing debt, um, those things are going to carry forward mm-hmm. into the business arena so that you can be profitable. And it's not just about being profitable. You have to understand your why. Yes. You know, why are you in business in the first place? Why do you want profits? Is it to help a community? Is mm-hmm. it to change the game for your family? I in it to change the game. I love that. Um, I want entrepreneurs. Um, my goal is to help entrepreneurs to build wealth through small business.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, and we know that small businesses are um, one of the main ways that we can do that. Right. So I love that uh, what you said about changing the game. Right. Um, and what we know is what we know when we start our business. So we may have passion, but we don't have the financial acumen, the business acumen. And so what? one of the mistakes that we make is we rely on other people to figure out the things that we don't know. And when we're talking about using experts, it doesn't mean that we have to be an expert across the board. But we shouldn't just be handing off aspects of our business to other people. That's how embezzlement happens, right? That's how we end up in the red when we really should be in the black. Um, so what's your take on that?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely you can see me nodding my head (laughs) yes Um, yes i always say for one of the things that i do is training Mm. so i um i have been in training for since 1999, training entrepreneurs how to stay on top of the financial side of their business. Yeah. Um, You need to know the basics, right? Um, Understanding bookkeeping, understanding financial reports, getting an idea of what it means to comply with business taxes, understanding all of those different laws. Yeah. So you don't have to be the technician that's doing the bookkeeping, but you Mm -hmm. at least need to know what your bookkeeper needs to do.
0: I love that. Yep. So because how are we going to hold people accountable to honoring our work the way that it needs to Be honored if we are taking a step back and allowing people to work their expertise without any kind of knowledge about what that expertise means as it's translated to our business, sure. right? Um, and so, one of the things about small business is you know, we have to know enough about every facet of the systems that we operate in so that we can hold people to the standard that they need to be held to so that we can operate our businesses in excellence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, that's really, really powerful. What does mindset have to do with our businesses being abundant?
1: Mindset. You know, there's a quote that I live by. Mm -hmm. Um, It's um, where a man's heart is, that's where his treasure will be also. Mm -hmm. Right. So a man think so is he. Right. So I think in, you know, for me, um, I could just speak for myself Um, if I think I'm poor I'll be poor, right? If you think you can, if you think you are, you are. If you think you can, you will, right? Mm-hmm. If you think, if you think abundantly, you're going to look for abundance, right? Your your activities, your mindset, your your eyes are going to be open to more opportunities, right? You won't think lack. You won't think of the things you don't have. You'll think your wealth is in your hands. You'll think that you can grab back into the skills, the talents, the abilities, the experiences, and you'll make things happen. Yeah. It won't be a competitive la- landscape for you you in business, Mm -hmm. you'll think more collaboratively, right? To whom much is given, much is also required. So So as you're building your business and you're becoming more prosperous, right? Mm -hmm. You'll think prosperous, a man think and grow rich, right? Napoleon Hill. And all of these things are so very important. Sometimes we have to retrain our mindset, right?
0: Yes, yes. Well, because we may not come from environments where abundance um, was the norm, Mm -hmm. Um, And one of the things that I found, and I'm sure that you have found this to be true as well, is that Whenever I have given in the world, whether that be of my time, of my money, I get it back many times over. So whatever you believe in, whether you believe in God, you believe in the universe, the source, whatever that might be, or just karma, what we produce in the world, including our thinking, is what we get back in the world. And you can't really outgive the source. Um, In fact, I just wrote about this in my blog um, and something that had happened with a client, a recent example, where I got four times the amount that the client committed to, because I trusted that if they got the sponsorships that they relied on, that they would do right by me. So I made the commitment, uh, and they did do right by me, right? But if you come from a scarcity model, you might think that the world is out there to get you, and it's got to be a dog-eat-dog world. And the reality is, is that there's much more good in the world than there is not. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. you're nodding your head, which means we are speaking the same language. That's (laughs) true. Yes. Love it. Love it. Um, So what top three business, excuse me, what top three business money management tips can you lend the audience to grow their baseline?
1: Well, Excuse me. I have my top three mm-hmm. out of five. I yes. Have five. OK.
0: Um, but top three, first
1: of all, is record keeping. Mm. Right. So we have to keep good records. I know we hear this over and over and over again. Um, but w- it's very important. That is the basis of the everything that you're going to do in business. If you don't have good records, mm-hmm. then you don't have a complete um a set of information from which to do the step two, which is have financial reports, Yes. right? So imagine, right, you're in school, you're Mm -hmm. taking classes, you take these classes, you do your homework, you take tests, you get graded, but the teacher never gives you a report card. How do you know where you stand in the class? That's right. Same thing with entrepreneurship, with the financial reports. The financial reports are our report cards, mm-hmm. right? So the decisions that we make every day in our business, whether it's, you know, how to increase our sales or if we should, you know, hire more people, fire more people, move to a different location, yada, yada, yada. All of that stuff goes into the financial reports and is giving us our scorecard, letting yeah. us know how well we're performing. Mm-hmm. And then after the, the uh, record keeping and the financial reports, the last tip is, to make sure that you're doing some analysis Mm -hmm. so you don't just want the report card you don't just want to know my business is doing great in this particular area you want to know why Yes. right you want to know why things have changed why are sales going up and down you want to know how you know what what moves can you make to be more profitable is it time to save is it time to invest you know all of these different things comes with the analysis side of it so those are my top three things that even you know a lot of small businesses just aren't doing that sure a lot of us are just doing well a lot of, of uh, entrepreneurs um, not me Sure. <laughs> um, sure. I just you know opening up the bank account hey there's money in bank, let me keep moving. Mm. But we really
0: need to understand what that money is made up of and what to do with it next. Yes. Well, and I love what you said about the fact that it helps us to make decisions for our business, right? Um, It helps us to understand the rate of return on investment. And I talk about this a lot because we can think something is a good idea and we're getting back. And we know it's not just about monetary, but monetary is a big part of us growing our businesses. Um, And so we have to be, we have to be disciplined enough to track our monies so that we can make the decisions necessary to scale back to scale forward um, whether or not we take on more clients whether or not we hire more people etc 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 so that's really really great now do you have any tools out there free or low-cost that can help people to do this tracking because it's all folded into your your top three steps are all folded into one so do you have a recommendation on a free or low-cost resource for our audience absolutely okay great okay so um, free let Let's talk about some free stuff. When I talk about
1: recording, mm-hmm. um, a lot of people, you know, different ways to track your money. Mm-hmm. Uh, one free is to use pen and paper. Yeah. Right? <laughs> if you're at that level, you can start that basic. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you can that's use a great. notebook and, and track your sales in and track your money out. Mm-hmm. Um, then you move forward from that. You know, as your business starts to grow, you can move towards a uh, Excel spreadsheet. Yeah. Right. You can set up Excel spreadsheets. There are templates if you just Google um, bookkeeping spreadsheets. Mm-hmm. Google will send you you know top list of all of those different types of things. But then as your company really starts to pick up, mm-hmm. and you'll want to have more analysis going on and more different types of reporting quickly, yeah. you know, at your fingertips, um, then you can go to an accounting software. Okay. Uh, my top fave uh, so- softwares are QuickBooks. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a paid. Uh, program. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find that QuickBooks on um, QuickBooks.com or Intuit.com. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's some freebies out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, FreshBooks, that's yeah. one. And Wave Accounting. Yes. Those, those are two other accounting sources that yeah. my clients typically
0: use. Too. I love that. So you see me smiling because I actually use Wave. Okay. Uh, and you, what I love about Wave is all the things that you just talked about. Uh, and it doesn't cost me a dime right and for a small business like mine more solopreneur have a virtual team it works out really really well Uh, I make sure all of my money goes through my wave app Um, I only pay a nominal fee for credit card transactions so uh, I really feel good that I found Wave, right and all those other resources that you talked about so thank you for that what does the intersection of business and wellness mean to you that was a good question., yeah. you know. Um, I thought about that question um, and it boils
1: down to three things. Mm-hmm. For me is clarity. Confidence and control, Mm. right? So when my business is doing well financially, right, it means to me that I have a clear idea of where I stand, Mm. right? Um, It means that I'm in control of where the company is going. I have a financial plan for my business. I have savings plans for my business. Goals are set in my business. And I'm in control. I feel that um, I'm heading towards the ideal future Mm. for me financially Mm -hmm. and my clients as well. When we sit down and we do business financial plans, that's what I spend specialize in, um, to help them to to, uh, set that intention. You know, you want to have a profit that lines up with your purpose.
0: Yeah, well, and I love that you're talking about wellness from the standpoint of just knowing where it is that you're going, right? And I feel like what's underlying there is about freedom, Mm -hmm. right? Um, So freedom because you have the right cash flow, Mm -hmm. freedom because you know exactly what you're doing, why you're doing it, you talked about the why earlier, um, and freedom to ultimately navigate through the world the way in which we deem fit for us, right? Mm -hmm. So there's something really powerful about that. Um, And I don't think often we connect that to a form of wellness. So I appreciate you making that connection today for our audience. So what one piece of inspiration do you have for black women in business?
1: I think the thing that I want to leave, the message that I want to leave with uh, women of color, black women, um, is we can do it, Mm. right? Wealth is in our hands. Everything that we need is in our hands. Um, We may not have the resource available at the moment, but we can get it. This is a time when women can just soar in entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. We can change, like I said, change the game for ourselves. You know, there is a big disparity in in wage between men and women. Mm -hmm. 77 cents for every $1 that a man earns. We don't have to to sit back and have that anymore. Have your own business that's profitable enough to pay you Mm -hmm. what you want to have. Um, a business that creates wealth, right, can change so many things in our communities, and our families, change education systems. It gives us power. Yes. Right? Yes. With, with
0: money, we have power. Absolutely. Well, and part of living a life of wealth is also about wellness, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you talked, I love what you said about using wealth to also impact community, right? I mean, the more access to resources we have, the more good we can ultimately do in the world. <laughs> um and you know you you talked about a statistics related to this discrepancy, the, the wage gap, and we know that the wage gap is not just for, for women in general, we have the 77 cents to a dollar. And then when we talk about intersectionality, and we put a black woman into the mix of that, we might be looking at 56 cents to the dollar, right? Um, and so it's in, important for us, as you said, to understand that we don't have to accept that, and that entrepreneur is one of the ingredients which helps us to reject that notion so that we can make as much money as we can dream to make. And and really even beyond that, often based on our mindset as we talked about and based on the good that we're creating in the world uh, as a result of what we've been bestowed with. So um, this has been such a pleasure. I want to make sure not only do I stay in touch with you, but I want to make sure that our listeners get a chance to stay in touch with you because I know for a fact that they can benefit from your wisdom uh, we know that you are a guru when it comes to wealth management um, from a personal as well as from a business standpoint. And so if our viewers want to get in touch with you, how do they go about doing that? Well, I hang got online. Okay, <laughs> great.
1: <laughs> um, so I'm on all social media platforms. Mm-hmm. I'm on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Um, you can catch me, O. Mm-hmm website, womancfo.com. Uh,
0: those, those are the best and fastest ways to reach me. Okay, wonderful. So you guys make sure you do that. Check out Benita and her work. Um, I'm sure that she'd be happy to talk with you if indeed you need some kind of financial management support. And as I promised you, I want to talk a little bit about our Michigan Business and Wellness Tour. We have three stops coming up in 2019. We're going to be in the Kalamazoo Battle Creek area at the end of March. We're going to be in Detroit at the end of May. And we're going to be in Grand Rapids early June. And then you won't want to miss our conference retreat, which is going to be at the beautiful Grand Traverse Resort and Spa in northern Michigan. If you have not been in northern Michigan, you got to check it out. It is so beautiful. In fact, I was just in the UP speaking at a conference recently. Um, and you you got to check out different parts of Michigan. Pure, We're pure, pure Michigan for a reason, for real, for real. Um, and so make sure August 8th through 11th you go ahead and mark your calendar for that more to come on that Um, and we're going to be launching our podcast series the first week in November so stay tuned for that Um, and thank you so much for being with us today we appreciate you Ashe.